drink cinema. Jeez. Welcome to another episode of Two Drink Cinema. We are two brothers reviewing movies, two drinks at a time. Hello, Brett. Hello, Lee. How are you today? Yes, I'm good. It's a bit warm today. It's a bit warm. Apologies for my shiny appearance. And you've appearance. played a number of games of sport. I have. And I put... Okay. Mum, if you're listening, yeah. I put on sunscreen three times over the course of five hours. Don't do me for defamation, this company. Banana boat, you shit. They're no good. <laughs> Sorry, you- I'm very like... <laughs> Did you, was it Banana Boat today? Uh, no, I used uh, Cancer Council today. They're quite good. They are good. But my problem is that I put it on and then I sweat it off. Yeah. And then because I'm like sweaty and don't have, I can't wear a hat. Yep. I wipe my thing with my like sleeve. Yep. And so I'm just probably wiping all the sunscreen sleeves, off. Sleeve's not sunburnt, but you are. Yeah, the sleeve's fine. The sleeve of my black polo shirt is fine. <laughs> I went to the beach the other day with a friend and he put on the Banana Boat and his sunburn was so bad he had to get a doctor. I would be suing them. I it's used, no good. I, I used know, it like... for the same kind of thing that I was doing today. Yep. A banana boat. 70 plus sport extra strength. Yep. Terrible There's even sunburn. a little red-headed kid on the, yeah. on the thing and There's, you picked it's it. It's a picture of me. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. Anyway, so you know where else the sun is hot? Casablanca. It is. Mm. It's not so hot that they'll cut off your nose to spite your face like <laughs> in Agrabah, but it is hot and in the desert, but also maybe on the coast according to the map. Like I couldn't. But is it on the coast? I don't know. I didn't really look at the map. I don't know. The map was funny looking. So it was a World War Two map. It was quite old Things school. Things have map. changed. Yeah. Speaking of old school, is this an old school cocktail you've made us? It is a bit of an old school cocktail. We. Uh, make a cocktail each week. I found it in a book. That's how old it is. Oh, okay. Oh, in a book with pages. Yes. What is it? Um, it's called a French 75. And in it was in the book old for um, Casablanca. It was like movie cocktails. And for Casablanca, they had this. Okay. So it has gin. Yep. Lemon juice. Yep. Sugar syrup. And then you top it off with, it says champagne, but let's be honest. We're on a budget. Yeah. Verve. In the movie, it, yeah, it's Verve. Well, I was like, <laughs> that's why I was like almost going to get Verve. But also the liquor store didn't have it. And mm. I don't want to pay. No. So I, I bought this bottle of $15 well, Prosecco you also, instead. You don't want to pay for a bottle of Verve to mix it. No. If I'm buying a bottle of Verve, I'm drinking the Verve. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, this With is a, a French 75. Or a, the, or a dangle of lemon. The quantities... Um, will come up on your screen or on our socials. Cheers. Cheers. It tastes like... It tastes like punch. It tastes like lemonade if you put a bit of champagne in there. Yeah. <laughs> it tastes a bit... Um, what do you call it? Um, Mixed drinky. <sighs> the thing you do at the brunch. Mimosary. Oh, Yeah. But just a different type of juice. And then because it's got the sugar syrup in it, it's, a it's bit quite sweet. sweet. Yeah. That's not bad, actually. I I'm rate going that. To, yeah, I'm going to give it a Maybe four. A four. Do you reckon right. a four? I'm happy with a four. Okay. Good. Yeah. It's a little different, our setup at the moment, actually. Yeah. I should say that. Thank you to 
Bryce, who's one of our regular listeners, for giving me some advice Thanks, on setting up. Bryce. And uh, thank you to everyone who's watched on the YouTube and is gradually watching my progression of learning how to do green yes. screen. <laughs> yes. <laughs> because uh, Aladdin was not great. Okay. Titanic, slightly better. Right. This is slightly better again, I'm hoping. Yeah. It's Thanks all a work in progress. Bryce's advice. Bryce is a professional video man. Right. Not sure that's what it says on his business card, yeah. but that's what he does. If um, you're watching and you think they could do better, give us some money and we will. <laughs> or give us your time and you that's can do the my editing. Boss. <laughs> give me more money and I'll be better. <laughs> if uh, Also, if you are a professional video man who has more time than Bryce who has a toddler... Um, yeah, and you think you can do better at the editing? I'm happy to give it over to you. Yeah, we'll we'll do that because then we can just be funnier more often for longer yeah. times, and that's and why create our here. third and fourth podcast that we yeah. workshopped behind the yes. scenes and write that write that sitcom we keep talking about. Oh, and the musical. Oh, the musical, of course. Once the Save musical that for gets the, going, that's more about the other podcast. Yeah. that one. Well, I don't want to give it away because then someone will steal the idea. Yep. So on the Archie Q De Niro score, the A stands for alcohol and it's a two-parter. Yep. How good's the cocktail, which we gave a four, and how alcoholic is the movie, which we're giving a five. Yeah, we're giving a five. It's set in a bar. It's set in a bar. 90% of the movie is in a bar. Yeah. Because I'm pretty sure he also lives there, but we'll save that for a future score. No, he does. Yeah. Because that's where he tells Ilsa to go. He says, when you eventually come to me, arrogant. Yeah. When you eventually come to me. I'm, I'm, tw- I'm 15 years older than yeah. you, of course. Um, he says, it's just one flight of stairs from the bar. From the bar. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, um, and pretty much almost every scene has drinking in it. The only ones that don't are in the police station and the airport. And the airport, yeah. Spoiler at the end. Yeah, spoiler. Spoiler, it's 80 years old. It's an 80-year-old movie with a very iconic ending. That's why we're doing it, because it's 80 years old. 1942. Slash 43. Bit of conjecture, because it got released at a premiere in 1942. Oh, at Sundance. It didn't have its release release. (laughs) Yeah, Sundance. (laughs) Didn't have its release release until 1943. So it was eligible for 1943 Oscars, but it was released, its first screening was in 1942. Oh, okay. Yeah. There you go. I find it, like, this is a big movie, big people, big studio, that Mm -hmm. was, like, made during the war that it's about. Yeah, I find that interesting as well. But it's not propaganda. No. Like... It's not too harsh on anyone. The Germans made their propaganda films. Yeah. But this is not a propaganda. Like Nosferatu. Yeah. They talk very, like, they talk very openly about concentration camps and invasions and occupations. And I tell you what, if you took a drink every time somebody said letter letters of transit, you'd be drunk. You'd be drunker oh, than Humphrey Bogart in this movie. Occupied France. Occupied well. France. Letters of transit. Concentration He's camp. He's looking at you, kid gets a fucking run. Too many times. Too many times. We'll come to that in quotability, actually. Um, but yes, yeah, it's a I very alcoholic it, movie. Uh, very, yeah, very interesting that like, particularly for America, 1942 is like when they were in. Yeah. Like they were like, fuck you, bomb in our 
islands that we stole from a First Nations people. They stole the whole country. Yeah. But fuck you, these our pretty islands that yeah. we send all our bogans to. Um, but wasn't that later? 41. Pearl Harbor? Yeah. Oh, so it was like yeah. 44. Josh Hartnett, Ben Affleck. Hiroshima. Uh, Hiroshima ended the war. Yeah. <laughs> 45. Well, it ended the war in the Pacific. But mm. yeah, that was 45. Well, it depends if you ask. If you ask um, South Park, <laughs> then the um, Hiroshima was bombed by whales. That's why Japanese hunt whales. <laughs> in revenge. And then they change it. To chickens and cows. So everybody's fine when you kill chickens and cows. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's a funny right. episode. Anyway. Funnier than you just described it. It is. Because okay. imagine like little 10-year-old kids running around the world solving <laughs> these problems. It's, um, yeah, very about the war that it was made at the time of, which I found very interesting. Yeah, I find that interesting about, the like there's movies in 1945 that are about World War Two. Yeah. About like people coming home from the war. I'm like, they literally just got here. They just got home. How did they have a story already? Yeah, but but that's I think that's happened with lots of wars. Yeah, well like they made they've always like, made wars about whatever what the shit that went on in the both the times in the Middle East. Yeah. And then like I think I don't know, I feel like they waited a bit longer to do more movies about Vietnam. Maybe because everybody was still really fucking pissed off about it. They didn't make MASH until later. But, yeah, true, the movie and the series. Yeah. But did you know the series, the series of, MASH of MASH went longer, longer than, the than the actual Korean, Korean War? War. <laughs> Trivia <laughs> fun Tuesday, fact. hashtag. Um, <laughs> when we do MASH, the series. Or you could accidentally schedule... Trivia Tuesday on a Saturday. On a Saturday. And then, and then somebody someone... comments going, didn't I answer this last week? I'm like, yeah, and you got it right. Thanks. After five hints. Sorry, Craig. Sorry, you got Craig. it right. Um, got it right. But I did give a lot of hints. But it's also, like, you it's could an have... epic romance <laughs> from, from, 19, from the 90s. Ooh, Raiders? No, sorry, Craig. But also, and the trivia is it's in the top three on both charts of highest movies. Good cocktail. Yeah, it is actually. Anyway. Um, anyway, it was Titanic. On. It was Titanic. Spoiler. Titanic Trivia Tuesday. Uh, the Nazis drink Verve. Laszlo has Cointreau and Cognac. There this is, is. This must be the champagne drinks. cocktail that they're talking about. Well, I think I think it is, but I don't know if a champagne cocktail has lemon in it. I don't know what what's in a champagne cocktail. I looked up the other. I couldn't. It just sounded like champagne and sugar. Do they have lemons in the desert? Yeah, sure. They had fish okay. in Agrabah. That's true. Um, but yeah, somebody's drinking whiskey, champagne, schnapps, cognac, brandy, brandy gin. It's a yeah. gin joint. It is a gin joint. Sherry. So it's a five. It's a five. And Absolute if you've watched five. the movie, you know it's a five. We yeah. didn't have to do all that justification. Yep. Representation. Sam. Uh, End of well, story. <laughs> Sam is the only person of dark colour. Yes. It's black and white, so it's a little bit harder to know the different shades of skin tone yeah. other than probably what, mo- probably mostly white, Sam. Yeah, but it's also Northern Africa. So yes. it's not as, it's more Middle Eastern. Which is, to for want of a better phrase at the time, not as dark. Yeah. It's the lightest part of the dark continent. Yeah. Which is not what I'm calling it. 
That's what people <laughs> called it God. in the olden days. Wow. Okay. Um, I'm surprised they didn't say that in the... This is the globe that we <laughs> clearly is paper mache. That was cool, that globe. Really? Yeah. And there was for sure a grip underneath <laughs> turning, thing, yeah. turning it around. Yeah. And then over at the Universal lot, they saw it and they went, I'm going to hire that guy. Yeah, that's our He's logo, our everybody. Logo. Even though they were already around long before that. Mm. I think there's obviously diversity amongst the refugees that are through Casablanca to try and get to Lisbon, to try and get to America. Yep. So they have to come out of Europe, then over to West Africa, and then back then up back to up Europe. To, yep. To they go, could walk. To, you can jump, essentially, from the, across, from from the Rock Morocco of Gibraltar. To, to Not from Lisbon. Casablanca, but the Rock oh. of Gibraltar. You can basically jump to Portugal. Okay. It's a big jump. You might hurt yourself. It's a bit more but... Morpheus than anyone, <laughs> but... It's a big, it's a jump. Hey, anything's possible in the Hollywood. That's true. Yeah, I'm torn about the representation. And also, it also calls him boy. Who's that boy playing the piano? It was like, But he doesn't seem, he's there with Rick. Yeah, because they went from Paris. to Rick. Yeah, he's like, hey, mate, want to come to fucking Casablanca? Want a third wheel to Casablanca because yeah. my girlfriend's coming. Yeah, she just ditched me at the train station. Want to come? Unless he was there just to carry his bags and he was like, I've got a spare ticket. Do you want to yeah, come? Do you want to come? <laughs> That's a subplot that they deleted. Yeah, that was a deleted scene. There, there is only one black person yep. um, and he is called a boy, but they don't do any kind of... But he's quite like in the story. Yeah. And... Quotability. In terms of the all the other races of people there, they don't really do any stereotyping. No, it's not like the Bulgarians walking yeah. in like like I'm the not, background. I'm not to know how the to background do that scene looks like a multicultural scene of all people being in the cafe, mm. it, and they they never make a point of like, oh look. We've got people from this country at this table and this country at this table. Yeah. It just is in amongst it all, and which um, I think is quite good for 1942. Yeah. Because you could have very easily made it a whole lot of white French people yeah. trying to escape to America or expats in Europe trying to escape back to America. Yeah. And then it's just French, Americans, Ilsa and Sam. And whatever Victor Laszlo is. Czech. I think so. Or Czechoslovakian, as it was then. Yeah. So these mm. days he might be Czech or he might be Slovakian. All right. Okay. Yeah, cool. Probably dead. Um, yeah, probably. <laughs> um, in real life and the movie. Yeah. Um, one I think and a half, nah, two? I'm going to give it higher than that. I'm really? going to give it a 2.75. Oh, okay. Because it actually is good, I think. Because there are lots of different races there and they're not other races with American or British accents. Yeah. There's lots of different accents because often in those movies they're like, I'm from Bulgaria, but they say it in an English accent. Yeah. Or they like, talk no, like whatever, you're from London. whatever kind of accent Humphrey Bogart is. New York. Made up, made up accent and voice. 
I talk about made-up accents and voice. I watched a show called Avenue 5. Okay. It's on Binge in Australia. Yep. I don't know what it's on in any other part of the world. It's just, say, Hulu. Average. Oh, okay. Hugh Laurie. Oh, this is, and they're in space? Yeah, I've seen, I saw it on TikToks and Reels, and it was one of those ones where the funniest jokes were the Reels. Yeah, okay. And then... Somebody else is in it. Somebody like Nick Frost? Yeah, or did I no, just make that up? The younger American version of Nick Frost. Jonah Hill? No. Um, oh, I can't remember his name, but you okay. know him when you see him. Yeah. Um, it's... Average, but Hugh Laurie is English. Yep. But he's hired as the fake ship's captain. But people don't find find the American accent more reassuring than the British one in a captain's role. Oh, he right. says. So he okay. puts on this fake American accent. But then the people, some people find out he's fake, so he keeps dropping in and out of the accent, but not always at the right time. Okay. Yeah. But it's not funny. Hugh Laurie acts well. Yeah, but he the does. Movie's not funny. Oh, okay, right. Because there's a character named Karen, one of the cruise ship guests. Okay. And she is a Karen. Yeah. Every minute there is a Karen joke, and I'm like, I've had enough. That's not going to age well. No. No. Anyway. Um, we're not up to aging well for this one. No. We're up to crying. Crying. So we gave it nope. a two point seven five for representation. I didn't cry. Nope. Even at the happy ending. But is it a happy ending? But I knew it was coming. But is it a happy ending? For Laszlo and... Oh, is it for Ilsa? Well, that's... I don't know. She's a bit all over the place. Does he go to America or does he just go to Lisbon and stay there? Who, Victor Laszlo? Yeah, because isn't the point of saving his life so that he can do the underground work? He's not doing the underground work from Manhattan. No. But if he's in Lisbon... He's in as much danger, I reckon, as if he's in Paris. Yes. I think he stays in Lisbon. But, yeah, so is it a happy ending because they were going to go, but then is she in love with him now and not Victor Laszlo? Oh, I don't know. She's in love with both. But I think she's more in love with Richard. Richard, yes. We're getting back to Richard. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Um, It's a zero. Zero for crying, yeah. Yeah, no crying or moistening of any eyes. No, because it also was not... You could see how the oldies would be like, oh, Humphrey. Oh, I remember the, the war. The age gap seems... This was I Googled, right? Yeah. Because it's a noticeable age gap. Right? Actually, when we're talking about his age... Yeah. He's my age. Yeah. I look better than him, surely. Yeah. He, okay, had, a, he had a tough life. Because he was like, I'm 37, and I'm like... Fuck, if you're 30, if I look like that. Well, no, he was at, in the, at the thing, he was like 40 in real life. Still. Well, it was like 18 months between leaving Paris mm-hmm. and the start of the movie. Yeah, okay, that works out. So that's like 39. Yeah. I've got a lot of ageing to do in the next mm. 18 months. Well, Although all I've you started, need to do is... Started to notice some wrinkles. All you need to do is drink heavily and smoke heavily. Oh, okay. That's all Humphrey Bogart did. And occasionally act. And be angry at people. And be angry at people and have the same acting performance in every movie and just do the same character for your whole career. Ouch. True. I mean, he did it well. Yeah, he did. That's fine. Ryan Reynolds is doing it now. Not serious. Not serious. And he's older than 40 now. People make a career out of it. Yeah. And a good one. Keegan-Michael Key. We'll keep coming back to him. (laughs) 
as often as we can. Meryl Streep, she plays the same person every time. Wrong. That was a joke, people. Don't come at me. Fucking hell. Um, She's the most diverse actress of our generation. Or her generation. She's not my generation. Is Margot Robbie uh, the most diverse actress of your generation? Nah. She's pretty diverse, Margot Robbie. She's pretty diverse. But she's not the most. I don't know. I don't think Nicole Kidman has gone as far as like... Birds Harley of Prey. Quinn yeah. To why did I say Birds of Prey? That's the sequel. Yeah, but that's why didn't I say like the first one? Well, that that's her own movie. Yeah, that's true. She's in Suicide Squad and Thus Suicide Squad. Yeah. But then she's in Birds of Prey as Harley Quinn running her bitches. Yeah, that's right. I shouldn't have said bitches. Bitches. <laughs> running her bitches. <laughs> um, who else is... Div- Charlize Theron's quite the diverse actress. Oh, that's true. She's in A Million Ways to Die in the West, Mad Max Furiosa. And yeah. uh, one where she had the Furiosa? Face yeah, she... Oh, that's her character. That's, and she also... Furiosa is the next one coming oh, okay. after Fury Road. Right. Yeah. I sort of mean... But you were saying, like, Furiosa is Fury Road in, like, Italian or something. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it is. Um, you saw a meme. Grande Furiosa. Grande Furiosa. Um, that was like, writers, if you're ever worried about writing in more than one genre, the same guy that wrote Mad Max Fury Road wrote Happy Feet. Yeah. <laughs> It's fine, everybody. Diverse. Charlize Theron in that one? Happy Feet? No. no Nicole do, yes. Yeah, but she wasn't in Furiosa. Nope. Anyway. anyway. Listeners, what do you think? What do you think? Who's the greatest actress of the... Great, Not most the diverse greatest, actress most diverse. Of in, the, the, the generation after Meryl. Okay. Yeah. Nicole is close Jennifer to Meryl's Lawrence? age. Nah. Jennifer Lawrence is good. But mm, she hasn't done a comedy movie, I don't think. Like a real comedy yeah, movie. Yeah, that's true. She's just been very funny She's on SNL. She's just funny in real life, yeah. Yeah, and real life. Kristen Stewart. She won an Oscar. She didn't. But also had no facial expressions in Twilight. So that's diverse. That's diverse. That's she broad. can act and not. Yeah. She once, Sometimes she acts, sometimes she can't. Uh, anyway, moving on. Speaking of Twilight, uh, the horny score. That Frenchman is horny at Twilight. He's horny all the time. He's the horny French for captain. just anybody. That Avon woman, that poor Avon woman. But also, this is not cool. Mm. Sex for a visa. Yeah, not, not cool. Not didn't age well. I'm just getting ahead of myself. But um, even um, Rick doesn't like it because the woman no. comes up to him and says, "I've just married my husband," and the captain said, "If I sleep with him." He'll give me a visa, but I love my husband, but I'll have to do it so we can get out. So yeah. he d- uses his dodgy casino, which is clearly the dodgiest casino in Morocco, yep. to give the husband money. Mm. And then the captain cracks it. It's also, like, you cockblock me with your dodgy casino. Roulette spinny man. Yeah. Pretty good. Yeah. We can rig it. No, he's got magnets under the table. That's how they do it. Oh, that's why I've never won at roulette. No, I win at roulette because... The one, the Crown Casino, real casino, not dodgy. Yes, dodgy. They're being yeah. investigated for money laundering and fraud, <laughs> but not dodgy like the boss comes and says, make it 22 so this guy doesn't have to fuck a police captain. Girl. Girl. Yeah. <laughs> That's a much different movie. Um, yeah, Claude Rains, horny. It's a three. There's, um, he's got three points on his own. 
Because well, every if conversation Rick was with a, him... If Rick was a woman, or no, if Claude Rains was a woman, he'd be in love with Rick. Yes. Interesting He also Il says the prettiest person in all of Africa at that moment. Yep. He's seen all of the others. Yeah. Every single other person. He probably has tried to sleep with every single other woman in yep. Africa. Yep. He's got at least two and a half points on his own because every conversation with it has him wanting to sleep with a woman mm. in it. Other than that, that's kind of the main source of horniness. Ilsa and Rick is not it's horniness, love. it's love. Yeah, it's love. In Paris, it was horniness, but they yeah. released some of that horniness. Paris I think. is the city of love and horniness. And invasions. And so, occupations. Yeah. 2.5? 2.5, solely for Claude Rains. Yeah. In Archie, if you spell it out, it's A-R-C-H-I... For insults. <laughs> okay, great. I didn't really pick up many. No, the little man that gets arrested at the start. Peter Lorre. Yeah. He um, is weird looking. I wrote that. Is that an insult? A little <laughs> Igor type man. Yeah. He um, says to Rick, you despise me, don't you? And Rick says... If I ever gave you any thought, I probably yeah, would. Yeah, that's a good insult, actually. That's very dismissive and quite insulting. Mm. 0.25. Po- yeah. Because <laughs> it's an hour 45 movie and we found one insult. The rest, yeah, it's like nothing like that. Or insulting. when um, Rick says, what's his name? The other bar owner? What, mean, what other bar owner? The other bar owner. The one with the fez that buys yeah. it from him. Yeah, what's his name? Sydney Greenstreet. Yeah. When Rick goes... I don't, I don't know his Sydney Greenstreet is the fat guy at the table. Yeah. <laughs> what's his... Car- no, Carl's the German guy. Yeah. No. Okay. Lost it. One, uh, 0.25 for insults. Could look it up. Nah, it's fine. I don't really care. The E of Archie, A-R-C-H-I-E for enclosure. It's a one, two, three, based on trailer, apartment, or big McAllister home alone type mansion. Yeah. Um, look, Rick's. You don't actually really see where anybody lives. Rick's Cafe Americaine. Yeah. Is big. Yeah. Because there's the huge front of the saloon and another room, I assume, and the casino. Yeah. And he lives in an apartment above it. Yes. So it's an apartment. But he has a big whole building. Yeah, it's a big building. But does he? But but does he just live at work? But it's he still doesn't have a en- separate home. It's still his enclosure. That's true. But are we rating the whole building, or are we rating the apartment bit that he lives in? I think it's a two. Like it's just an, it's apartment. an apartment. Okay, two. And I'm assuming a one better. Yeah, I reckon. Two. There you go. Q for quotability. Oh, I tell you the quotability. Tell us about the AFI, what it says on the top 100 quotes. It's basically half the freaking top 100 is Casablanca. There's like five or six on there. I'm going to write a letter to the AFI asking them to redo it because the fact that King of the World from Titanic is mm. only number 100. Yeah. No good. It'd go up again if they redid it. They'd have to. Yeah. Because I think it's more often said... Then this could be the start of a beautiful Let me friendship. Check my phone. Well, is that because you're looking at it with a more modern lens? 
Well, that's true. Do you rate it based on the right now or the all time? Well, it's like people don't really get this why, you know, I just don't give a damn is such a big thing. It's because he said damn. Now it's like, who gives a shit? He said damn. Yeah, true. It's like the in all of this series of total control, she says see once. That's big. Mm. Mm. I mm. think she said it. It was kind of under her breath. Rachel yeah. Griffiths called William McInnes a C. Wow. Mm. Yeah. It oh. was a bit of a C. Oh, okay. In the movie. In the show. In the show. Yeah. It's a very good show, by the way. I know I'm three years behind, <laughs> but it's a very good show. Okay? Okay. Let's have a looky-loo. Number 67. Yeah. Of all the gin joints in all the towns in all the world, she walks into mine. Yeah, but how often do you use that? Yeah, but it's not, the quotes aren't how often they're quoted. Okay. It's the, you know, significance of the quote. Or, you know, how many times do you say a boy's best friend is his mother? There's no crying in baseball. You well, probably say that every week. Clearly us, boy's best friend is his mother. Yeah. But not if in the way we're going to keep her in the basement when yeah. she passes. <laughs> um, number 43 will always have Paris. Yep. Um, I should have looked this up before. Apologies. Number 32, round up the usual suspects. Yeah. Number 28, play it, Sam, play as time goes by. Often misquoted. Mm. Number 20, Louis, I think this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. And number five, he's looking at you, kid. That's said about 18 times in yeah. the movie. And kid, also, I don't and kid get it. because he's she's fucking half his age. But I also don't get it. He's looking at you. But he just he's looking at her, saying, "I'm looking at you." And she's like, "I know you're looking at me." Yeah, but some the first time he says it, it works. But then he says it again and again, like it's become their catchphrase, even in situations where he shouldn't say it. And then at the end, he uses it instead of being like, "I love you." It's like he's looking at you. Get on a plane and leave. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm looking at you doing. So, okay. So that gives it quite a few points for quotability. I think it's very, it's quotability is very high. I did like when the captain was like, you're closed. I'm shocked to find that there is gambling in this place. Who do you winning, sir? Thank you. And then just walks out. He doesn't even pretend that it's not his. Yeah. He was the comic relief of the movie, I think. Yeah. He was good. It was quite funny. The movie. Yeah. It was very, um, it was a very serious story, but the dialogue was quite quick and quite witty, mm. particularly between Rick and the captain in the development of their beautiful friendship yeah. across the movie. Yeah. We'll always have Paris. Oh, this one. It's so harsh here. when she says, I wish I didn't love you so much. Oh, like, oh, I, I wish, wish I knew how to quit you. Oh, yeah, Oop. that too. Whoops. Wrong movie. Wrong movie. Uh, what are you giving I'm, it? Maybe a four. I reckon I'm giving it a three and a half. Three and a half. Cool. Cool. Um, I didn't notice for the D of De Niro. I didn't notice a Coke or Pepsi moment. At Movie World on okay. the Gold Coast, yeah. they have a replica of... Rick's American Cafe, which is not really. It's just they have a... They have a thing with a sign. They have a Moroccan-looking kind of front right? that says it has a sign out the front. You can buy Coke there. (laughs) I don't think that counts. Um, No. 
So it's a zero. <laughs> Drink. I feel I feel that if he did have Coke or Pepsi, it would be Coke. Yeah. Because he's American. Oh, well, fucking. But Fanta, Nazis, World War Two. Yeah, well, they would bring the Fanta. Mm. But now Fanta is owned by Coke. Ooh. Well, mm. it's a zero still. This is all speculation. For new, for new listeners, the drink score is based on whether it's got Coke or Pepsi in the movie. Yeah, because it's and a very important... And we are important. Coke fans, the drink. It's mainly based off of Home Alone 1 and Home Alone 2. Home Alone yeah. 1 didn't quite have the bigger budget, so it had Pepsi. But then come Home Alone 2 when they had the money. Oh, all the money. Coke. Coke. Kieran Culkin's skull and the Cokes. Which... And then in succession, he's just doing the Cokes. It's um with his brother. Yeah. Fancy, like... He made that much money in the 90s yep. that he was like 14 and lawyers fought to have him legally emancipated from his parents. Well, maybe he didn't want to get to that thing where, you know, like how Gary Coleman got all his, his parents fucked him over. Yeah. Or Brittany, how her dad fucked her over. But that's when she was an adult. But, that's true. Um, He was fucked over anyway. Like from that yes. point on, he just went off the rails. But it's also like, yeah, you're 14 or whatever and you have millions of dollars. Yeah. Whereas like any other 14-year-old's like, I got $5 for washing the car. I'll go and buy some cocaine. Yeah. No. I'll be Richie Rich, literally. Richie Rich. We should watch that movie again. Yeah. In our Um, Macaulay Culkin miniseries. Yeah. Getting even with Dad. We've got to even it up now. We've done five Robin Williams movies. So we've got to do the five Macaulay Culkin yeah, the, movies. Yeah. Because what it, there's we've Home Alone 1 and 2. Richie, Richie Rich, Rich. Getting my in girl. with Dad. My Girl. Dennis the Menace? Quite possibly. Was he Dennis the Menace? He quite possibly was. Or was Six. it that other kid that's kind of Macaulay Culkin but not? Walter Matthau. He's not the kid. <laughs> yes. He's that's the neighbor. The Dennis. We'll look into that. Anyway. Zero for drink. Zero for drink. E, the, fir- the second E of the scale uh, is for endurance. Yes. Um, it it's looks very good. Yeah, but there are times where you're like, that's a back lot. Oh, yeah. There are times where like, that's a fake globe. <laughs> that's a bit of polystyrene <laughs> that someone's painted. Almost as bad as Plan 9 from Outer Space. Did they have polystyrene in 1942? No, they had to... Um, keep it for the war efforts. Like, we really couldn't use metal. <laughs> had to pack the... So the Oscars were made out of plaster. Were they? In fact. Pretty sure it was plaster. Gold spray paint. Yeah. Plaster of Paris. <laughs> like, fucking, what's her face? <laughs> Joan Crawford wins an Oscar. She's like, it's fucking plaster. Are you fucking kidding me? I'm Joan Crawford, bitch. And then she goes home and beats her kid. Oh. But Trigger at least, warning. At least beating the kid with the plaster as opposed to the gold statue. Yeah. It's less... And it's, it's better than hitting it with a wire hanger. Because all of the workers were at war, was it plaster of Paris that kids painted in those little island shops in the middle of shopping centres on the school holidays? Because <laughs> you know you do that it's, on the yeah, school holidays. They painted the thing and then they, they watched the Oscars. Oscars. They're like, look, that's your Oscar there. Yeah, Joan look. Crawford just got given yours. See the shoddy? It's shoddy best, painting. Best, see how you missed that bit on the calf yeah. of the left leg? <laughs> we know that's yours, little Johnny. This is your part of the war effort. <laughs> painting <laughs> plaster of Paris. Or is it, you know, like back in when we went on holidays and they had, you know, 
kids club so the kids left yeah. their parents alone and we made birds out of pegs yeah that was it painting oscars yeah so you paint like a shell or some shit anyway no i don't think that's what it was <laughs> I, I, I have no idea um it would have been the women when i go to the when i go to the academy uh museum, museum i'll let you know i went to la but i didn't go to the academy museum well it's because it wasn't a thing then it's Isn't a fairly it? recent thing. Oh, really? Okay. Or they made it a bigger thing. Yeah, okay. I've been to the Grammy Museum, but that's oh. not in LA. Oh. No. New York? where that is. Or is it Houston or something? I don't know why I just said Houston. That's weird. Maybe it is in LA. Where's Hard Rock Cafe? Because I've not been Gold Coast. Because I've not been to many other cities. That Like, I haven't been to Detroit. Maybe it's in... Which is where oh, the Rock I was going to say maybe that's what be. I was saying, not Hard yeah. Rock Cafe. <laughs> Slight difference between the two. Uh, and I've been to Planet... You've been to Planet Hollywood, but not LA. Yeah, and Same. I've, and I've Same. never been to me. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> listeners. My brain today is fucked. Um, I have... Endurance. I'm, I'm pretty okay. sure I've got third degree burns on my arms. It looks good, but there are definitely some backlot times. I... Um, the... What you call it? Narration at the start. Mm. <laughs> No memorability of that, which isn't for endurance. But it's I quite an it old two days ago, thing. and I still have no memorability. He's like, it. you had to go to this to get to Lisbon. Nah. Pretty yeah. sure that's exactly how he said it. <laughs> that's how people speak in the forty twos, yeah, threes, and that. And God, don't you love a map with a line on it? I do. Oh. I do. It's a joke in the recent Muppet movie with um, Jason Siegel, right? Where. They have to get somewhere that's far away in a limited amount of time. Yeah. And the Muppets are like, that's fine. We'll just travel by map. (laughs) (laughs) So they just get in the car and then it's just a drawn with the Muppet, little Muppety music. Yeah. Isn't it a joke in something else and then they... That doesn't narrow it it down. I'm sure it is. It sounds Monty Python-like, but it might also be The Simpsons. There was a bit of um, conjecture... Ooh, that that's a big Jason. That Jason Siegel almost didn't get the part in that Muppet movie because mm. of his full frontal nudity scenes in Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Oh, Disney okay. was a bit like the world's seen your dick. I don't know if we want you to be a Muppet. I mean, man. you the Muppets made a Muppet, and th- someone they have a dick on their face. Gonzo, you can't have Gonzo, and then be like, oh, don't know if kids can see dick. Yeah, you literally made a puppet with a purple dick nose. But also, it's up to the parents to go. Yes, you can watch Jason Siegel in the Muppets. Yeah, but, but not don't this watch one. Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Yeah, no, you can watch him in PG Muppets, but not MA fifteen plus, even maybe more. Nah, bro, I think MA. it's just MA. Forgetting Sarah Marshall. I haven't it's seen funny. that for a while. I should it's watch very that. Good. What year was it released? Maybe we'll add that oh, to the list. Who knows, 2000. Oh, no, we're coming up when to Christmas. Was, when was he good? He's always good. When was How I Met Your Mother? He was, in, he was when he was in that. That's true. 2006. When was Mila Kunis good? Oh, always. I mean, when she took over as Meg Griffin. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, endurance. I think the fact that we're watching it 80 years later gives it some endurance. I think that it's still very, well, that, no, watchable. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. you could still... Show it to a younger person today, and it would still be watchable. Once they'd they got to, over the black and white, to, yeah, and they'd have to pay attention to know who everybody is and what country they're from, and this person is this, and who's that guy in the fez, and ugh. I had, I'm going to be honest, I had to rewind and watch the end three times because I looked away at the uh-huh. wrong time, and I'm like, is he double crossing people or is he? 
getting his way? Yeah, or is it was he a bit of a weird. Throwing the captain, or is he throwing Laszlo under the bus? Does he love Ilsa? Did he tell Ilsa what's going to happen? I had to watch that a bit a couple of times. Yeah. Um, I'm going to give it a 3.5 for endurance because there's no special effects that have aged. The use of backlot has aged a little bit. Rick's look is pretty iconic. Oh, yeah, when he's sitting there, have all the gin joints, and I'm like, kind of good. That's lasted, Mm. the hat particularly. She is stunning. Yeah. That sounds okay. Um, you know what? Like legit, legit. Like, did they shoot her using another lens? Yeah, she just like not to the Sybil Shepherd. Sybil Shepherd in moonlighting. Yeah, but it's like, oh god, she's got the Instagram filter on. She's got Helvetica, not Helvetica. That's a font. <laughs> what am I saying? <laughs> I don't know. I don't use. I'm hashtag no filter. I'm hashtag no filter. I don't put photos on Instagram. So. Lark. I like Lark. Lark. What's the... But oh. like makes it a bit warmer and brighter. Excess. Valencia. 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 The, the orange. oranges. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So what, it looks like somebody put orange juice on your thing. That's all. Anyway. No, it looks like you're in Spain. Ah. Which is where C, Valencia is. C, C. And they grow the oranges. C. Or you're from Sweden. Oslo is in Sweden, which is where Oslo is Oslo is in Norway. Is it? Yeah. yeah. It is. But she was from Sweden in the real life. Yeah, there but was some Ilsa's t- from... Ilsa Lund is from Oslo in Norway. You know, I read that when she came to America with Mr. David O'Selznick, which we've talked about in our Gone with the Wind episode, Mm patreon.com, she couldn't speak any English. Oh, really? So the fact that three years later she's the lead with all of those lines that I had to rewind and rewatch, they're so complex. She's learned a whole language in three years. She's fucking good. Yeah. Like... I'm like Meryl And then birthed Isabella Rossellini There were some times I'm like Yep They're the same person They look very similar Do you think Especially that scene where Ingrid Bergman was standing there With just um, jewels on her boobies Yeah true And she was offering uh, Rick a potion So she could stay He could stay young forever (laughs) Uh, Death Becomes Her episode Anybody? I'm going to start putting up little links Yeah I did it in Uh one episode in the episode we did recently about Titanic, that was it, where right. we talked about Stonewall. I made a little link to Stonewall oh, okay. over to Rainbow Popcorn. Oh, poor Stonewall. Oh, poor Stonewall. Say it again. Don't compare it to say Titanic. It. Say the thing. <laughs> say the headline. <laughs> Director of worst gay movie of all time <laughs> ties the knot this summer. Oh. The shade. So. <laughs> Some shade they could have used in the desert of Morocco. Oh, you know, I think the Hachi score already outscored um, Speed 2. Also, you're going to stay Stonewall, but that's not hard. No. Nostalgia. Nah. Well, yeah, that's the thing, because it's such an old movie. There's no nostalgia. Like, I knew what it was. Yes. I knew who Humphrey Bogart was, because in year nine, I did an English project on him. Like a PowerPoint. Oh, M-M. right. I think I just went into the into the garage and was like, Mom, I need to do a thing on a famous person. She's like, I have all these books. Yeah, yeah. Before Google was invented. That's how old I am. And b- b- and probably because middle brother or me were using the Encarta 95 CD at the time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, or, and we couldn't use laptops in that year nine English classroom because fuck with shoved just 
thing in a socket. What? Dwayne <laughs> shoved Just a paperclip. Shaming. Oh, no, he's not listening. Whatever. Um, shout out to Dwayne if you're listening. He shoved a paperclip in the um, the PowerPoint thing. So the whole class was banned from using laptops. No, that was a joke. Oh. We could still use it. Everybody was just like, what the fuck, mate? Yeah. True. Now I can't go on MSN during class because oh. that was as bad as it got because we didn't have mobile phones. That's true. Oh, one more thing for endurance. The fact that the the captain literally chain smokes. Like yeah, he, like he goes bang, bang. Goes left. Psh, pff, off, still going. Yeah. Yeah, that hasn't aged well. That hasn't. Nostalgia, I knew you the what. movie existed. If there was a smoking score in the Archie Q. De Niro. Five, oh, yeah. Five out of yeah, five. Yeah, five out of five. Non-stop. Mm. Non-stop smoking. To the fact where that's why the cinematography looks so good because it's just hazy the whole time. Yeah, maybe that's why Ingrid Bergman looks so good. Yeah, because she's just got this cloud of smoke yeah, in front yeah. of her face the whole time. Ah. <sighs> They didn't have that at Movie World on the Gold Coast. What, chain smoking? <laughs> yeah, no. Or the haze of smoke when you're going to Rick's Cafe Americana. It could have been shisha smoke. your hot dog and chips. <laughs> yeah, it was not an authentic Casablanca menu. Casablanca? Yep, Moroccan. Um, I'm sure the kids that go to Movie World don't want Moroccan food for lunch. Yeah. I'm sure it's lovely. I've never had it. But I'm sure it's lovely. Never had full- no, I'm, I'm going to stop before <laughs> I say the wrong country. <laughs> All right, nostalgia, you knew it existed, so that's a... No, I have more nostalgia for the TV series called As Time Goes By. <laughs> than the song? Yep, with Judy Dench in it. Because we used to watch that As every evening. As time goes by, you must remember this. It wasn't Sam Good singing song. it on Good the BBC song. Channel 4 Can sitcom. Can I say something as well? Yes. Not great piano miming. Oh, no, he's pretty ordinary at the miming of the piano. He, um, the chick that plays the guitar is better mimer. Yeah, yeah. But um, She was good. Good singer too. Yeah. If she didn't sing La Marseille, it wouldn't have taken off because she is a power of a voice. Um, It's quite good that the two anthems still kind of work together. Yeah. Like the Brisbane Lions theme song yes. and the German Nazi thing. Yeah. Also a different kind. Of, this is the second movie where like randomly break out in Nazi song. Oh, it was Cabaret. Cabaret. Yeah. I was thinking when that happened, I'm like, I have a movie in my head where a Nazi youth kid just gets up and starts singing and it people was, join in. It was less awkward in Casablanca though. It was much more awkward in... Um, yeah. Because everybody was like, we're having a good time. And then they're like... <laughs> like, don't forget the Nazis are don't here forget and this musical great. is at the beginning of a war. Yeah. Jazz. Whereas this one is the middle of a war and not a musical. Yeah. Endure uh, no, nostalgia, I'm going to give it a point five. Yes, as am I. Zero point ah, five. Uh, this next one is Impact, and I think you know a little bit more about this than me, maybe. You know what I was thinking, though? Like, yeah, but no. Like, I, I feel it's like it's a very iconic movie. If I was iconic, then... Yeah, like in Rainbow Popcorn, I stands for iconicness yeah. um, or iconicity, but this stands for Impact. Mm. The song? The song's the up there. The quote's up there. It's the according to the AFI, it's number two. On the top 100. Movies of all time. Yeah. 
Impact, did it win Oscars? It won three. Humphrey was already a thing. Humphrey was already a thing, but it's his like most iconic thing. It was it kind of, Ingrid Bergman was around, but she wasn't like Ingrid Bergman yet. Um, it probably helped to really make Warner Brothers a big studio. Mm. This is the first Warner Brothers movie I think I've seen that's actually produced by a Warner brother. Yeah, it even says Jack yeah, Warner. Jack Warner. Just what Warner Bro Productions. Yeah, yeah. Just one of the brothers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Maybe we should have called ourselves something bros. Yeah. Instead of the two brothers. Nope. That's wrong one. <laughs> that's 20th Century Fox. Um, in I'll make a styrofoam globe and then right. middle brother can be under the table turning it around while you and I stand there and drink behind it. Yeah. And if it's going to get into summer, can you also have a fan? <laughs> <laughs> um, quite warm in you here. You must remember this. Um, impact. It's very... It's I, like, I was thinking, like, does it have an impact on I'm how other movies were made? Give it a... One and a half. I I wasn't around Family in the Guy. War. Yep. Um, and The Simpsons. There's a little Simpsons clip. Okay, yes. But Family Guy, season one. Oh. Episode one. Oh. Peter goes to somebody that you never see again. Um, their bachelor party or stag party, as they called it. In the America. And he takes a DVD that's called Asablanca. And they're like, yeah, Ilsa, get on at the end. And then um, somebody taped over Asablanca with a something off the TV about the Statue of Liberty. Oh, and they're like, well, we're just going to have to drink until the Statue of Liberty takes her clothes off. <laughs> and then they drink and their skull looks really badly animated and the TV's in the middle of the room with no cords. Okay. Anyway. Um, so a friend of, a friend of mine... <laughs> A friend of mine had their bucks and hens together. Thoughts? Nope. Yeah. Hetero marriage? No. <laughs> it's Adam and Steve, not Adam and Eve. Outlaw that. Um, yeah, I don't get it. Because you, you have an engagement party. Well, it kind of depends. Like they're also the getting idea married of next week. When they have it? Yesterday. Nah. Because that's not enough time for my sunburn to fade. <laughs> that's what I'm thinking. No, but it's also like you've just seen these people last week. Do you need to see them again? I had mm-hmm. I, my friend, Dean, shout out if you're listening, he got married earlier this year. Congratulations. He had, it was I a saw. a festival from what I've it heard. Was, it was the Bucks party, week <laughs> off, Vietnamese wedding, Western wedding. I don't know what to call it without sounding inappropriate. Not like I'm not going to say Vietnamese wedding, real wedding is what I'm saying. Um, well, what's he- okay? Civil like traditional ceremony, civil ceremony. Let's say yeah, that, okay, shall we? Right. Yep. Um, so yeah, I saw him and his friends like three times in four weeks. I'm never see his friends again. No, I mean I probably well, some of them I met before and seen again. I'm okay. Also with- some people at the wedding that wedding I probably never see again, and I'm happy about that. I'm okay with like a bucks. I could making a, like at a four or five day thing. So like my friend had a, like a Bucks weekend that kind of started on the Thursday night. We all got to the house and had the big house. And then yep. Monday morning we went to the wedding all together. Yeah. I'm okay with that. Okay. Good. Because Everybody, also, if you're listening, I'll remember yeah. that for my Bucks. Also, we're not the dickhead friends that are going to, you know, like 
wax his eyebrows or leave him stranded yeah. or get him arrested or whatever. Um, the days of having a Bucks thing the day before the wedding yeah. is gone. They're also, that's stupid. Also, is the idea of a Bucks just, you know, a Bucks and a Hens just a bit like... Well, I remember when you were organising my Bucks <laughs> and your workmates said that you weren't allowed to invite any females. Yeah, but fuck off. I'm like, I literally have like a third of my groomal party is female. Yeah, well, so that's why I'm not friends le- with them anymore. At least you need to invite, not my friend that was in the bridal party. Oh, no, my <laughs> friends from work. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. But like, come on. It's 2018 at that point. It's 2018 at that point. It's the 21st century. But also, it's century. like, it's not, you know, getting a stripper. That's gone, all right? My greatest fear once was we were going to a Bucks and I thought we'd have a stripper and you were there and I was there and dad was there. I'm like, this could get real awkward. Yeah. But it didn't. I got told off when I organised the Middle Brothers Bucks that there weren't any tits out. And I'm like, well, that's because I've spoken to Middle Brother and he didn't want it. Yeah. Oh, it's not up to him. I'm like, well, actually it is. Yeah. If you want to go to the strippers. I think I can picture you know where who that was is. in my head. Yeah. If you want to pick, if you want the strippers, you know where the taxis yeah. are. Yeah. Because there's a topless waiter bar, waitress bar, like yeah. 15 But also if you want to see tits... Google it. Like, in it's not a thing. Exists. Like, come on, people. Um, anyway, I don't know what that has to do with injury, impact. Um, um, I'm giving it a three. And you're giving it a one and a half? Yes. Confirm? Thank yes. you. Locked in. <laughs> he says, let's get married way too soon. Uh, he's, uh, that was They just met. It was all very, like, they. I don't know. Paris is a city of love. <sighs> God. I don't know. And he was slightly younger and more happy then. Yeah. He now wouldn't fall in like love a, now, I hate it? everyone. I don't drink Bit with of... anyone. I don't sit in here with anyone. I have a separate room in my thing where I'm like, no, you can't come in. That's the casino. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, <laughs> I forgot that. <laughs> um, anyway, look, in terms of rewatchability. Yeah, that's the uh, R of De Niro. I did not write any notes. I think it's compared to the other old movies or recent movies where they're long. Mm. This is half as long. Mm. So it's easier to watch. That's true. But also... The pacing is not ideal. Like, oh, that's nice. He doesn't get on the plane in the end because he loves her and that's what's better for her. Yeah. I think was the point of it. It's better for the war effort. I think he... I think the ending is a little bit sentimental. Yeah. But also he actually fucking hates Nazis. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Because they keep yeah. giving him grief. I'm not sure if he hates them because of all the killing or whether he hates them because they keep causing a ruckus in his bar. Maybe they don't tip well. Do you have to tip in Morocco? Mm. It's American-style cafe. Do you haggle your beer? Yeah. That's probably the one thing they don't drink. No, they, there's no beers. Champagne cocktail, $20. Uh, 10 uh, 15 uh, 12 $12.50, fine. These days, champagne cocktail, the, $20 is a bargain. Yeah. Not at the bar that we go to, that we are part owners of. Oh, yes. I'm like, very what bar do we go very to? Very part owners of. Yeah, I was there the other night. Cocktails yeah. are very reasonably priced. They're quite good and they're quite good. The last time I had a cocktail, that was very nice. It's, it's pr- the second best French martini in Footscray. It's pride of our Footscray, by the way. Yeah. We should tell everyone, so there you go. Because it's a very good bar. It's we're the, shareholders I, and the, we'll get more money. 
It's the second best French martini. Oh, really? Yeah. I was there the other Do night. you know where the best so one is? So I spoke to the owner at your place. At my place. It's also a lot cheaper. But like you said, reasonably priced. Um, yeah, I was there the other night and I was speaking to the owner and he got me a drink. And he goes, oh, here you go. It's this much. He goes, yeah, good, good. Proper like Westie prices. Like not city, oh, very expensive. Yeah. Like a cider, only $9. Oh, really? Like I've never had a cider there. If I'm going to get a schooner of cider anywhere in town, it's like $11 straight away. Oh, that's the cheapest. Yeah. Yeah. And it's Summersby cider, good cider. Oh, I yeah. I've never had a cider there. Yeah, I've never had a cocktail Have I there. Have had a cider there? I've had a cider there, but then I always wait. And then after the drag show, they're like, hey, for next... This many people, it's five dollar shots. I'm like, okay, okay. Why have a cider when you can have a five dollar shot? I went out to another gay club yes. in Fitzroy, yeah. Gay Mecca, the other day. Not the other day. Couple That's of not weeks the name of the now. bar either. Gay Mecca. No, <laughs> um, I can't remember what it was called. And it was like after this, oh, five dollar fireball shots. I'm like, yeah, rad. Then, like, then I did a few too many. You're like, oh, Lee should be here. Yeah, five dollar fireball. I'm all about it. Fireball. With creamy soda, even better. Yeah. No. And then I was in one of those moods. All right. People will know when I'm out and I'm drinking, yep. and I'm in a good mood. I have, I'm like the richest person in the world. Cause I'll be like, your oh, yeah. drink. Oh, my shout. I'll get this one. What do you want? Oh, I'm here. I'll get this Tap. one. Hey, you're a great bartender. Want to do a shot with us? Yeah. All right. Let me get them for my other bartenders. I'm like, no, they weren't good. So yeah, I yeah. to buying a round that oh. was like three gins, a vodka and five wet pussy shots. And I'm like. At the time, I didn't give a shit. The next morning, though, I'm like, what's this $85 round? When the Gumbank <laughs> app notifies you about how much you spent the night before. <laughs> Categorise this spending. I'm like, oh, I don't want to. No, no. Shame, <laughs> Shame. is the category yeah. for that one. Um, but yeah, I was in great mood. It was... Anyway. Excellent. So if I'm ever, if you ever see me out and I'm in a great mood, come and talk to me because I will buy you a drink. But also, if you ever see us out... Talking to us will put us in a great mood and we'll likely buy you a drink. Yeah. Rewatchability for me, it's did I already give a score? No. It's a one point five. Oh, really? Because I could watch it again. It was a bit slow. I also believe it was slow because it but was it like, is a good story. It was like story, 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 story. And shit. Oh. You know what I mean? It was all just very the same level the whole time. Story, story, flashback. He's even more drunk than when the flashback started. Oh, he loves Mm. her. Does he though? But does she love him or Victor Laszlo? Oh, she's crying the whole time. Uh, End. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think the build-up comes from how much better you know the characters as you go rather than... Actiony builder, I f- and I think that one of the biggest and most imp- well, one of the best bits about the movie is the ending. Yes, because it's like twist. He's not going with you, love. Um, and if you know that going in, then yeah. it kind of does. I reckon I've only watched it once before, so I forgot that. I feel like I've watched it two or three times, but not for a very long time. Twist. He shoots the Nazi. Yeah. I did not see that coming. And also the poster yep. is like him, then her, then other people. And he's there with a gun. I'm like, he uses a gun once. It's not like he's a gangster. 
Yeah, he's not like a Casablanca and James Bond. Yeah, it's just like him with a gun, like, ooh, no. Yeah, because if it was like... It's a love story. If it's if, if the poster was just like him sitting depressed at a table in a bar, people wouldn't go and see it, even though it is no. Humphrey Bogart. Yeah, people still would have seen it. Yeah, but not the number. I'm giving it a two for rewatchability. Okay, cool. Um, mm, interesting. Um, overall. All right, overall. Well, I... It was kind of hard to watch as well because yeah. of all the words. Yeah, slow. It's one of those old movies where there's a lot of words and they speak kind of fast and in accents and you have to pay attention so you know who is everyone is and who what's going on and what this person is and exit papers, exit papers, exit papers, exit papers, whatever they're called, letters of transit. And then there's minor characters that are only in one scene and kind of just there to make a point about exit papers. Yeah, and like... Definitely based on a play. Yes. yes. Um, and, I yeah, I don't know. It was good. Like, the the scene at the end is very iconic and very good. Mm. It's the best bit of the movie. I think I, I liked that it was a war movie that wasn't about war. Like It was it wasn't, like a behind the scenes of the well, war. It was like another side to the war, not just shooting people and soldiers. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was just a potentially romance story with the backdrop of war. Mm. It was very well told story, very well acted, I thought as well. Yes. Um, I think as well, like it, it did, the age gap between Humphrey and Ingrid was like, I was like a bit, oh, really, girl, you can do better than this. But then I, I was imagine, like, I looked at it up, yeah, right? Yeah. Because Lauren Bacall and Humphrey Bogart were in a lot of movies together yes. and in real life. Yes. And there is an even bigger age gap between them than Ingrid and oh. Humphrey, like uh, 20 plus years. That's how it worked in the olden time. Yeah. But it was, I don't know, it's like a bit cringe. But yeah. Yeah. I am going to give it a 3.25 overall. Right. Interesting. Yeah. I'm going to give it a 3.5. I liked how they wove the As Time Goes By and La Marseille in amongst the other music. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's very Mac, – Max Steiner did the, the music for this and he did the music for um, Gone with the Wind. Oh, yes. That's good music too. Um, and he does the same thing with that kind of southern, can I say, civil, Dixie music? Well, uh, yeah, and with the Civil War tunes. Yeah, Jukes of Hazard. I'm doing bad flute miming, like in the and thing. Does, isn't that what Willy Wonka plays on the piano? Oh, no. Oh, no, he plays. Marriage of Figaro. Oh, sure, why not? I'm sure that's Marriage of Figaro. I've played it. All right, we are looking at the overall total now. All right, so the total score... For Casablanca is a 46.75. Out of 100. Yeah. I thought it might be higher. 
I thought that as well. Hmm. But no. Um, so that puts it uh, just a little bit under Tootsie and above Fatal Attraction in, so in number the seven. It's the seventh spot. Okay. Titanic, Gone with the Wind, Aladdin, Goldmember, Juno, Tootsie, Casablanca. What a diverse All list. over the place we are. <laughs> That's great. Speaking of being all over the place, what are we doing next week, Lee? No, we don't do that yet. We're doing Google reviews. Damn next. it. <laughs> Bang at me like all me over the place. Should we do what was next? <laughs> the speaking one bit of structure of, that we have. Speaking of all over the place. Should we take a break? <laughs> some of these Google reviews. Are all over the place. Oh, yes, they I'm are. I'm going to look at them. Um, <laughs> That's much better. After our break. <laughs> Two drink cinema. All right. Google. Re- it's the most aggressive snap ever. Snap. One star. Have a go. Uh, absolutely bull. So it's got a. Absolutely bull. Yeah, it's got a very good rating on the Google. Yeah, it's 99% on the Rotten Tomatoes. But there are a few one-star reviews. Mm. Absolutely bull. It's just overrated with two Vs. And the popularity is just because attractive cast and has nothing to deal about acting or plot. It doesn't talk about anything important or special other than... Other than like a world. world, If you want to watch some movie and really enjoy, try other romantic movies like Notebook or Forrest Gump or even Gone with the Wind. Even gone with the wind. Like, it's not that good. Anyway, I'm not going to get into that. Continue. It's not everybody's cup of tea. Whatever need is this. That's it. Oh. It doesn't talk about anything important or special other than a world war. Cool. Five stars. Okay. For a more contemporary eye, this film might appear to sacrifice subtlety for pace, but it was a special film in its day. Finely tuned writing coupled with humour, enormously enjoyable character actors and the astonishing natural beauty and talent of Ingrid Bergman make for a visual nosh-up. What's a nosh-up? Add to this Bogart's flawless performance. slang for... Like, I, I thought it was like nosh, like a kiss. Okay, we're looking Jeez. at different wow. dictionaries. <laughs> Uh, add to this Bogart's flawless performance, supported by an eminent cast and snappy telling of a story of courage, sacrifice and humanity, with some great songs thrown in, and you have a winner. And if you watch it and don't like it much, that chill wind blowing around your neck is loneliness. So watch it again, <laughs> fall in love and enjoy the feeling. Oh, well. Fuck. Jay Weiwei. Jay Weiwei. Brutal. Phoebe says... Not as good as the Emoji movie, but still pretty entertaining. <laughs> Not as good as the Emoji movie. I'm actually saying unhelpful, Phoebe, because that's just harsh. Best of brackets, best film brackets of this type ever made. So I don't know what the point of that is. I watched it my first time when I was a child in its original black and white version. 40 has plus it been years colorized? ago, it has. Oh. And I still get my colorized version. version which I prefer, but once or twice a year to rewatch. It's an enduring love story set during the war, but it's so much more than that. If you haven't watched it, give it a look. Everyone should see this masterpiece at least once. Of the thousands of films I've seen during my lifetime, this is the absolute best love story I've seen. 
God, get a life, D Swanner. Um, brutal, brutal. You know how it said the war. Also, yep. If you're going to write a review, this is a different review of a movie, of the name of which is also an actual place. Oh yeah. S- spell it right. Oh, I thought you meant they were just were going to review the city. Yeah. Great like, hotel, bad service though. Well, I think five this is the tacos. first one. What the actual fuck? 45 minutes for five tacos. Yeah, and my food came out cold. People are idiots. Yeah. Speaking of, you said the war. Um, Louis Thoreau's just done a big interview special with Judy Dench. And I saw a clip from it. Um, and Louis Thoreau was like... Oh, Judy Dench, yeah. Who did you think? I don't know. Dame Judy Dench, I thank heard you Judith very much. Lucy in my head. From but then I was like, why would Justin Thoreau be talking about her? <laughs> and it's Louis Thoreau. <laughs> that oh God, soft, that documentary, that documentary maker Louis. Yeah, Thoreau. not Justin not, Thoreau, Jennifer Aniston's ex. No. Yeah. Okay. Not Vince Vaughn either. Jennifer Aniston's other ex. Oh. Louis Thoreau, the yeah. documentary filmmaker and interviewer. Yeah, I know him. Interviewed Jane, Dame Judi Dench. Yeah. Legendary British actress who was in the TV series As Time Goes By. There's the link. Okay. Yeah. No, the link is this. I saw a clip from the interview where he's like, "You've always had pets, haven't you?" And she was like, yeah, we had nine cats during the war. And he said, oh, and he said, which war? <laughs> she cracks it. She cracks it, goes, the second, I'm not that the old. The second, I'm not that old. He's like, oh, no, I thought you might have meant Vietnam or Korea. <laughs> which, the war. The war. She's old, though. This is the most incredible. Hey, it's my turn. <laughs> Wasn't your one about the tacos a review? Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> This is the most incredible film of all time. I have it in all the various forms. VHS, Laserdisc, oh, laser DVD disc, and Blu-ray. The dueling anthem scene is enough to raise goosebumps. Is goosebumps one word or two? Uh, one. one yeah. Yes. Both in real world and for and, R.L. Stein. It is so moving, realising that refugees are singing, it brings tears to one's eye. As a romantic drama, it is unsurpassed in cinematic history. You must remember this. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought that was part of the review. <laughs> no, that no, that is, you must remember this, dot, dot, dot. Yeah, but it's a quote from the movie. I thought he was just saying it, not like, making You have to remember yeah. it. You must remember my review. Honestly, I'd rather watch a guy stare at a wall. Not my fave movie, but others may like it. <laughs> others, like <laughs> the rest of the world almost. Uh, what are we doing next, Brett? That's my choice, and you've asked me before the break. Do you have another good one st- uh, five-star review or shall I nah. do some trivia that I haven't prepared? Nah. It's 30 years old. It's a Christmas movie. Um, 1992 Christmas movie. Yep. Um, it's not Home Alone 2 because we've already done that. Yes, and I think that's either side. That I think it was 91 and 93. Oh, right, okay. Um, I thought it was 90 and 92. Anywho. Okay, 1992... It was released on the 11th of December, 1992. The budget was $12 million. That's not much. And the box office, $27.2 million. That's not much either. No. The main star is Michael Caine. 
I can't say oh, the other main star okay. to give it away. I can't Is say the, the other director. Is, does one of the characters away. have a dick nose? Yes. It's the Muppet Christmas Carol. It is. I can't say the director because the director is Brian Henson, which will give it away. The uh, the other star is Kermit the Frog. The other star is Frank Oz, who voices <laughs> a whole lot um, Fuzzy Bear and Miss Piggy. Oh, well Fuzzy as- Bear. <laughs> That's no. your best impersonation ever. That was fuzzy. That was, that's fuzzy, fuzzy bear. Yeah, fuzzy bear. Like You're trying too hard now. No, that's um, my Kermit. Hey, hey, piggy. <laughs> Scrooge, an old miser who dislikes miser. Christmas, that's a is visited word. by spirits who foretell his future and share secrets from his past and present, which helps change his view on life. I reckon I've seen that once in my life. I've seen it a couple of times, I reckon. I reckon it's up there in good Christmas carols, though. Because, you know, the story of the Christmas carol has been told 18 times. Yeah. So it's up there with the creepy, like, pseudo-real but somewhat animated Jim Carrey one. Oh, I haven't seen that That's one. That's a weird one. I um, I was at the cinemas when I was working at the cinemas when that was on. You sure it's not The Grinch? No, because he's like Jim Ebenezer Carrey. Scrooge. Oh, okay. Ebenezer Scrooge, like that guy in Nosferatu that there's rumours about. Yeah. Was Ebenezer Scrooge a vampire? No, he was just a tight-ass arsehole. This also uh, has Charles Dickens in it. Oh, does it? <laughs> I've seen a right. meme that's like comparing the proper movie version of A Christmas Carol to The Muppets Christmas Carol. And I do like a Muppet movie. More, more Muppets, actual Charles Dickens is in the movie. Oh. Then I saw another meme that's like... And Tiny Tim is a little mouse? Yeah. Yeah. But whose dad is Kermit the Frog? Oh. Yeah. Mm. I'm not sure how the animal world works for Muppets. Um, well, it's not quite a mop and it's not quite <laughs> a puppet. So to answer your question, I don't know. Then there was another meme that was like, they should do more Muppet movies, but like where they just have Muppets but cast one person. Oh, and they were, and they were say, like... They said that about something that we... Did they say that about Titanic? No, they no. Well, maybe they said they should flip. Oh. Beauty and the Beast. Oh, where I remember what I said. They're all beasts, but they're all Muppets, which are animals. But then, like the Beast is like Chris Evans or like someone really hot. <laughs> and so, when you actually first see the Beast, all the Muppets react like he's super ugly, yeah. and you know you can't stand to look at him. It was Twilight. Oh, okay. And Christian Stewart is human and everybody the Muppets are everybody yep. else. And then at the end of the Muppet Beauty and the Beast, Chris Evans turns into a Muppet. That's good. Yeah. Right. They well, should make we have that. to go. We have to write that. Yeah, true. And then try and pitch it to Jason Siegel and Disney and Chris Evans, I guess. Probably Chris Evans. He's the sexiest man alive. He is, according to that magazine that tells us that. Yeah. Which mean, what magazine is it? People. People. I'm, it's a, it's better than last year's choice. Paul Who else Rudd. would you cast? Paul Rudd. No, we could gender flip it. So Kermit is Belle. Miss, or then would Miss Piggy Miss Piggy's have Belle. To be Belle. But then is Kermit oh, going to play Piggy Gaston? Oh. No. Kermit no. is Belle. Fozzie Bear no. is Gaston. Kermit is Belle. Miss Piggy is Gaston. Oh, and okay. Then. It's someone like no way, and then it's like Christian. Margot Robbie is the beast. Ah, oh. yeah, and then at the end, or oh, oh, then at the end, she could turn because she's a beauty and a beast. Yes, that's great. Actually, I'm writing that one. Yeah, 
But we don't have that Henson sense of humour. No. It's very old. It's very dad humour. Yeah. I used to, um, when I was a lazy teacher at the end of term, put on Muppet Treasure Island. And if you ever want to watch an hour and a half of jokes going over kids' heads, put on a Muppet movie. (laughs) Okay. Because it's all like bright and colourful and there's songs. Yeah, and they're So it kind of holds their attention. Yeah. But the actual jokes, no. Kermit. That's that's Kermit there, isn't it? Yeah. Yep. All right. We've got a six degrees. Um, We've got a six degrees from Casablanca. Casablanca. To to Michael Caine. <laughs> Let's be honest. Okay, we can All go right. Frank Oz, Frank Harrison Oz. Ford, Shia yep. LaBeouf, Shia LaBeouf, oh, God, Bruce okay. Willis, Isabella Rossellini, Ingrid Bergman. Because Die Hard Four is Bruce Willis and Shia LaBeouf. The first, oh, and Indiana Jones Four is Harrison, Harrison Ford and Shia Ford. LaBeouf. Yeah. Okay. All right. We are up with that. I mean, it's taken us this long to get that. All right. Recapping that, it is. Michael Caine, no. It is Frank Oz, yeah. is, is Miss is... Piggy and Fozzie Bear in The Muppet Christmas <laughs> okay. Carol. Yeah. All right? He is Yoda in A Star, Star Wars. Wars, all but two of the Star Wars, yeah. main six. With Harrison um, Ford. Harrison Ford. I'm not sure they're in a scene together. Yeah, the end. You know, when he's sitting there and they're all like, yay. Yeah, okay, sure. Um, <laughs> I fucking know. You're going to know more than me. Frank Oz is Miss Piggy and Yoda. There you go. Diversity we were talking about before. There's yeah. Brett. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Frank Oz is Yo- Miss Piggy. Frank Oz is Yoda. Harrison Ford is Han Solo. Harrison Ford is Indiana Jones. Yep. Shia LaBeouf um, was meant to be the next Indiana Jones movie. He was also meant to be the next Die Hard movie, <laughs> but he's fucked. So they're both gone. Yay. Then... Um, we get okay, so we go Frank Oz, Harrison Ford, Shia LaBeouf, Bruce Willis, Isabella Rossellini, Ingrid, Ingrid Bergman. Bergman. Isabella Rossellini is the daughter of Ingrid Bergman. For anyone that did not know, there you go. Isabella Rossellini, Bruce Willis is Death Becomes Her. Claude Rains, yes. Rocky Horror Picture Show, mentioned in Tim Curry, mm-hmm. Muppets, done. Muppet Treasure Island, mentioned in. Kermit. Mentioned in. Yeah. Home Alone 2 is what we usually use yeah, Tim Curry for. true. Was Macaulay Culkin a Muppet at any point? Only in real life. Hey. All right, that's it. If Done. you can do better, let us know in the Facebook group. Uh, I, I think I can do better. It's just my brain's not working. Well, Michael Caine is very old. Yep. But as a, but I can't like yeah. I can't name Michael Caine movies because he's always the same person. Well, I can name the Italian Job, but I, I don't know anyone yeah. else that's been in it. Alfie, but I don't know who anybody else in. I that. don't know anyone else that's been in it. Inception, the Dark, Dark Knight trilogy. Is he in Inception? Yeah, he's um, the old like lecturer person, architecture lecturer person of Marion Cotillard, right? Who also 
uh, I think architect lectures. Architect lectures, yeah. Um, Elliot Page. Ah, okay. Yeah. Cool. Oh, because they're called architects in the thing, not actual yeah. architects. No, but they get an architect yeah, yeah, yeah. who can actually make yeah. models. Yeah, Because Elliot Page I'm remembering makes the now. model of the world that they're going into yeah. in the dreams. Yeah, I'm remembering now. I've only seen it twice. They design real things and dream things. And to be honest, when I was watching it, I wasn't really worried about who was on the screen. It was more like... What the fuck is going on here? Yeah, exactly. It's a good movie. Yep. Should watch it again. We'll do that soon. Yeah. We're going to start thinking about what's coming up in 2023. I've already got some good rippers on the list. Ooh, okay. We might open it up more to the people. You could. Get in touch. Join the Facebook group because if we ask listeners, that's where um, we will ask them first. Yep. Thanks for listening to another episode of To Drink Cinema. Thank you, Brett, for suggesting Casablanca. Thank you, Lee, for watching and talking about it. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast, like and subscribe on the YouTube channel, join the Facebook group and head over for Rainbow Popcorn episodes on our other podcast. Thank you. Thanks. To Drink Cinema!